Good morning. So I have the privilege of preaching to all of the masses this weekend. And so using the words of King Henry VIII to his six wives, I can say, I won't keep you long. <laughs> so today we celebrate the solemnity of Jesus Christ as universal king. And as I was reflecting on this and all that it means, I was drawn to the story of a king in the Old Testament. And it wasn't King David, although he had a great heart for God. It was a pagan Persian king by the name of Aharis, Aharis is not easy to say. This king is found in the book of Esther. And as king, he ordered that all of the maidens be brought into his palace and that he ultimately married a young Jewish girl by the name of Esther, who became queen. Now, Queen Esther would providentially become an instrument and a means by which the Jewish people within his realm would be saved from annihilation. So how could this celebration of Jesus as Christ and King remind me of a pagan king? Well, it's not because of a similarity. It is quite the opposite. So it was known in the kingdom at that time that no one is to approach the king without being invited. And that included the queen. If someone did approach the king without an invitation, that person would risk death unless the king were to raise his golden scepter and then save that person. So without going into the whole story, Queen Esther, a woman of very deep faith, entered the king's court to plea for her people. And she stood before him without an invitation, knowing that it could very well mean her death. But she came to understand something. She came to understand that her position as queen and that her very life were not accidents, but in fact that she was born for that time and that God called her to greatness for the good of the people. And so the king did in fact raise his golden scepter and then granted the queen her request. But this king was just an earthly king. And like many earthly rulers throughout the ages, they make their authority felt. But their reign only lasts for a short time. And then the rule and their authority is handed on to someone else. But we celebrate Jesus as Christ as our eternal and universal king. So he has already 
offered each of us a personal invitation to approach him, to come before him. In our approaching the throne of Christ, the King is not at the risk of death, but at the promise of life. And Jesus did not raise up a golden scepter to forgive our transgression and to save us from death. He raised up his arms and his body on the cross, taking our sin unto himself, and in so doing destroyed our sentence of death. So Queen Esther, she really is a tremendous witness to what it means to live life with a faithful boldness. She knew that what she was being called to was a total surrender to God's will because she recognized that God was her true king. Now we live in a time where many rulers want to make their authority felt, establishing rules and orders in order to dictate how we are to live our life. And while we may live this life under earthly rulers, we only have one king. And what is even more frightening than living life under a harsh government rule is to live our life without Jesus as our king. Now there are many kings who would love to reign over our lives and most of them are not people. So the question that we must ask ourselves, the work that we must do, is to make an honest and sincere discernment as to who or what reigns over our life. You see, our being a Christian, our being Catholic, and our living our lives right now, it is not an accident that we were born for this time. And just like Queen Esther, we too are called to surrender our lives to God's perfect will. But not just for ourselves, but to help others enter into the kingdom of God. You know, scripture is very clear that the kingdom of God is at hand. And at one point, the Pharisees asked Jesus when the kingdom of God was coming, and Jesus responded by saying, the kingdom of God is not like someone can point out and say, here it is, or there it is, but that the kingdom of God is actually in our midst. It's very near to us. In fact, it is even within us. You see, the king is not simply waiting for us to eventually approach him at the end of time, as though somehow we're going to cross over the threshold into his heavenly court. No, he in fact continues to humble himself, as he did in Bethlehem, as he does in the Eucharist. 
And he, the King of Kings, stands, in fact, at our threshold, and he knocks. We have all been personally invited by the King, and yet it is the King of Kings who waits for us to open the door to him. So very soon we will begin Advent. And Advent is a time of waiting. It's a time for reflection. So know this, that Jesus is in fact the universal king and that his reign lasts forever. And so let's not waste our time and let's not waste our life on earthly kings because they will always disappoint us and they will all pass away. No, let us give our lives, our entire lives instead to Jesus. For our Lord is the one and the only eternal and universal King. Amen.